Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 207. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week, 1986, comedy drama, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Wow, that was like a really different intro than how you normally do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't just, uh, I just, just, just drop there. that hammer there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Pretty in Pink was written by John Hughes, mm-hmm. directed by Howard Deutsch, and released February 1986. Um, so I guess... Some time ago. probably <laughs> means that it was probably shot in like 85 yeah yeah I yeah guess. yeah i guess yeah, yeah clearly like yeah. Late, later in 85 maybe uh-huh. um so yeah so uh, if you may indulge me yeah no no briefly yep uh i, I figured you were a little gonna, bit yeah. of explanation where this came from so yeah. uh those kind of like john hughes 80s high school mm-hmm. comedy type things um was not a genre i ever really got really into like there was a few of the more kind of sort of um ones that stood out as kind of different like things like ferris bueller's day off sure sure it sort of stood out a little bit different but like i don't know for some reason more outlandish ones i think maybe it was because like the way that our ages are like we were actually younger we were around in the 80s but we were like kids yeah 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 and yeah because like 86 we were like what nine yeah so like and, and the thing is is that like if I was going to see a movie from the 80s when I was growing up, it was probably more likely to be like... Action film. Sort of an action-adventure type of mm. Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, some kind of action-adventure type film. Or like uh, maybe a little bit later on towards the end, um, like horror. Horror, when yeah, I was sure. first sort of getting to that. As you get a little bit older, or, yeah. or like a little bit of sci-fi maybe. Um, so like... I think that just, like, with what our ages were, even though we were around the 80s and watching movies in the 80s, mm-hmm. these weren't really the great kind of movies for me at that time. Yeah, and then I mean, when yeah. I got a little bit older, it's just not something that I kind of went back and, like, like I'm going to delve into this whole thing. Yeah. And, and the ones that I, like, saw for the most part, like, even the ones that, that like, I have seen and that are, like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty well-known and stuff, like, like Ferris Bueller and stuff like that. It Breakfast just, Club. It was never really... Yeah, Breakfast Club. Like, it was just never really a favorite yeah. kind of genre of mine. Like, I just never really mm. got into them. Uh, but the thing specifically with Pretty, Pretty and Pink is that uh, every time I heard about it, I kept getting it conflated in my head with uh, 16 mm. Candles. I do. Same here. And I hate 16 Candles. <laughs> so, like, I have never seen Pretty and Pink. Well, I have now, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I had never <laughs> seen Pretty and Pink because it, I would keep getting confused. Yeah. And then Understandable. Something recently <laughs> came up about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And I was like, wait, but isn't this, like, the one that I don't like? And then, like, I watched the trailer. And you're like, I've never seen and this And I was movie. like, I've never <laughs> seen this movie. It looks interesting. Yeah. And it is not 16 Candles. Yeah. And I, like, I looked into it a little bit. And it's like a little bit, you know, because it, it was it was like the the successor to that. And yeah. it, it was, it's like a little bit better regarded and stuff. Yeah. So I was like. Well, 16 Candles was kind of like the first foray really early. into that. It yeah. was really yeah. early. Yeah. So so I was like, okay. So I was like, check out Pretty Big. And, you, and I was very aware of Yeah, like, 16 Candles was 84. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it was way early. Yeah. So I was very aware of the like, like I've heard like never saw the movie before. Heard the theme song many many oh, of times. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's one of those like just eighties like classic songs mm-hmm. that gets played all the time. It has been more or less stuck in my head yeah. since I watched it on Saturday. Yeah, well, <laughs> or great, Sunday it's when I watched song. it Sunday. Yeah. Here's okay. So funny thing about that, a great soundtrack in general, obviously. Mm. But you know, if you're into eighties oh. songs, because there's almost no score. No, like, it's all just pretty much the didactic whole music. Movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like it's, songs. I it, like. Um, I guess flip side mm-hmm. for my 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 ex- more experience with these films yeah. is uh, I'm in the same boat as you. The time that around the time they came out, yeah. I was not. Yeah, yeah. Nine, ten years old, wasn't watching these kind of movies. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until probably my mid teens yeah. that I started going back yeah. and watching them and. Um, my sort of uh, love of '80s culture, yeah. Um, the music, oh. the the well, the, the dress style, I'm way the, more nostalgic the... and and like way more like into like '80s now than oh. I actually was. <laughs> Like just or even in the nineties, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Like, well, because it's we definitely were... something that's come back well, around. Because and we I were... see things like this, and I'm like, I was too young. Yeah. Like I didn't live. 
when we were kids in the 80s yeah not like, i i yeah. didn't i didn't live a life like mm-hmm. what is in this movie in terms of i mean obviously yeah. it's a it's a movie, movie. it's not yeah, meant yeah, yeah, to be yeah. like super yeah. realistic <laughs> yeah. but what i mean is is that like people who were mm-hmm. teenagers or like early 20s as most of these yeah. actors were at that time um mm-hmm. like they experienced the 80s in a different sort of way yeah and a lot of people who have nostalgia about a period they have nostalgia because that they were like around that age at the time yeah. and it's like their exactly. youth and their my like nostalgia for the 80s is like very kind of artificial oh yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, i, I had that i experienced yeah. them but i experienced them yeah. not like that yeah. i experienced them as a child mm-hmm. and but now when i look back at 80s stuff i'm like wow that looks so cool that's yeah, so, yeah, i yeah. love the, the music i love the you know yeah and and so it's this weird kind mm-hmm. of false nostalgia well, well, we, where I have well, we nostalgia could, well, we for a have, time. That we I, should have nostalgia for the nineties, which I do as well, uh, but in a different in way. A, it, and and I and the more I think about it, it's like oh, my nostalgia for the nineties is based more on what the nineties were actually like. Yeah, because yeah, I remember them, them in more versus of a my nostalgia yeah. for the eighties yeah. isn't for the eighties. Yeah, it's for the culture well, that came out of the eighties. <laughs> because the thing that often gets forgotten, because you, we look back at eighties movies and we're like, oh, like great music and great, like you know, yeah, just yeah. the look of things and just like yeah, how, yeah, sure, you know, sure. But like we forget, like the eighties kind of sucked. Oh, in terms oh. of the world and oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like oh, it's, you know, it's, cult, it's cult socially when you think about, blah, blah, like, you think you about know, like what we think of was like, much worse. Exactly, in the 80s. you know, a lot of, a lot of like, social of, like, issues were much what worse. We think of like, man, all the stuff that sucked in the nineties. Yeah. There's a group of people that are ten years younger than yeah. us that are like, the nineties were so cool. And you're like, no, you don't realize how much it sucked in the nineties. Well, but but, <laughs> but that's the thing is, is like, in many ways, like, oh, then, I mean, the, the 90s, 90s were, were better, actually a very good time yeah, when yeah. it comes to yeah. things sure, like, sure, sure. you know, much less like war and like conflict uh, around the world and stuff than there has been. Oh, no, I mean, that's an absolute fact. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the mid 90s is the only time that, like, the US, which is kind of like the dominant yeah, kind yeah. of power of social, yeah. social power in the world, was like not in a war. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a much more peaceful. Well, they, it's because they had already. We, they had been in and out of yeah, but, Iraq but, War, but at ever that point. since then it's been constant. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. always in a war well, somewhere. It's the right. where they call it now. It's just the forever war. Yeah, right? like it, that's it, the it media term is. for it. Yeah, and, yeah. and then there's always like, you know, all this like crazy stuff and conflicts going on. But like for a little while in like the briefly, 90s, especially like around the mid '90s ish, yeah. like you know things were pretty decent like yeah. politically. Like yeah. you know at the time everybody thought. Bill Clinton was great. You Econ- know? Economy going up. Oh, he he was know. very kind of middle of the road, yeah. but he didn't yeah. really kind of mm-hmm. push, you know. So it was like, in many ways, like mm-hmm. the 90s were a good time to live in, in a lot of those regards. But personally, it was a very difficult time. Oh, yeah. Because it was like high school. school and of course, of the, course. Or, yeah. you know, and then just after high school and stuff. Yeah. So like, when I think back about it, I have nostalgia for like the period of the 90s, but not nostalgia for like what my life was Isn't in the 90s. Because exactly. it was like, I wasn't yeah. that happy. No. Um, so the eighties, of course, are it's just for us yeah. is is like this. Like for me, yeah. the eighties are this movie. Yeah, more, you, or more, more or less. Yeah, I know. know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for which, me, it, which is which is this hilarious, like terribly slanted yeah, view of for sure, for sure. Um, but anyways, so yeah, yeah uh, a couple other quick little interesting mm. things is like okay, so with the theme song, yeah, uh, it's the psychedelic furs is the band yeah. that does the song for New Pink. Uh, what's kind of interesting is that it wasn't a case of, hey, we're making this movie, Pretty in Pink, let's get a band to make a theme song for yeah. it. This song actually already existed, mm-hmm. and the movie was actually named after the song. They got the title yeah, from the song. Um, and then what I they think did, it was a little more common. And then what they did <laughs> is they got the Psychedelic First to actually cr- make a new version Specifically for specifically the film. for the movie, so the yeah. song wasn't made specifically for the movie, but the cur- the recording mm-hmm. that was in the movie it was a new version because they basically they kind of like made it a little more kind of mainstream, a little bit slightly more popular, yeah. a little yeah. bit less kind of punkish mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. the original one. It's it's kind of smoother. Smooth it's off, a much yeah, smoother. They smoothed off the rough edges a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fine. It's still an awesome mm-hmm. song. Um, they trimmed some of the psychedelic fur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of an interesting thing of like, oh, like it wasn't, oh, let's bring in a band to like make a theme song for the song. It's like the song already existed. They yeah. just were like, we like this song, song and yeah. we like the title. And we're going to use it for yeah. our movie. Look, it works. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, so interesting thing. Um, 
that I my first thought because, mm. like I said, I'd never seen this before. Had you seen it before? Yes, yeah. Okay, you have seen it. Okay. I've seen I've seen all these like the yeah, yeah. pretty pranks, sixteen candles. Okay. The, yeah, enough. multiple times. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's been a long time since yeah. I've seen it. It's probably been upwards of fifteen years since the last time I seen okay. pretty and pink. So that's why you were it down was, to yeah. It was enough that I I remembered like the characters, yeah. but not much of the story or plot. Okay, but, I mean, which isn't you know yeah so, super in depth. So the first but, thing I noticed is that the opening of the film. Obviously, there's the theme yeah. song, and it opens with like a street sweeper going along the mm-hmm. neighborhood. I used to have a phobia of street sweepers, so it was an interesting kind of thing to see that and kind of laugh because I was like, there was a time where like even just seeing that on in the movie probably would have bothered me. I I uh, have a feeling like let me guess when you were like a kid, mean, you had like a fear of street sweepers. Uh, no, like until a few years ago. Oh really? Okay, yeah. okay. Because I could definitely see a kid having a phobia of street sweepers because that thing is like loud and menacing, and yeah. you think like. I get sucked under there. Well, I didn't. I never thought. <laughs> what if I? I mean, the thing is, phobias are not. Long. No, they're not based on they're logic. Not, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. rational. Yeah, they're yeah. just a feeling. Yeah. So, like, when I would see it, I would just get this like dread, and like mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking literally. Oh, like maybe they'll suck me in or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was just just like this feeling of dread yeah. and like revulsion. Yeah. Because I hated the sound. I uh, hated yeah. it the way it moves. Bad. I hated like just everything about it, <laughs> and then like. It just kind of faded away, mm. and it, they don't bother me at all anymore. Yeah. Other than you know, I just—I mean, they're still, not, they're still annoying. Not a big fan of like just loud noises and stuff yeah, in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but I mean, it's nothing yeah. that like yeah. freaks me out. <laughs> so they immediately had that opening where yeah, they do ask ask a question about it, yourself. It was hilarious because I watched it and I'm like, like, huh? Opens with the uh, street sweeper. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, obviously this. Uh, movie has a huge cast. Oh, in terms of yeah. uh, anyone that um, you know came out of that eighties scene, mm-hmm. and then you know a lot of people that are still big to these quite to this day, like James Spader, um, you know, John uh, Cryer. Well, I guess John Cryer's not quite as no, but oh, I mean, he was he on stuff. Two and a Half Men for many years, which yeah. was massive, massive show. Yeah. Um, funny enough, actually, um, the. Uh, uh, the Blaine character, the the sort of other man oh Andrew McCarthy, who was yeah, played yeah, by yeah. Andrew McCarthy, yeah, um, who hasn't really been seen as much. Well, he he, went, he does like TV and he well does he did a lot of TV. Yeah. He actually he went into directing. He directs a yeah. lot of television. I mean, you see him around, but it, not you know. Funny not enough, huge. Uh, he's done a large amount of directing uh-huh. of Blacklist. Okay, which also stars James James Spader, which is kind of I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, of of this cast, definitely Spader is the one who's kind of stayed the most kind of prominent, oh, like yeah. upfront mm-hmm. big actor. Yeah, because well, like, I mean, Molly Ringwald retired. Yeah, she largely know. retired for like yeah. family and things yeah, like yeah. that. She did a few movies and different yeah. things after that. She's done a few things since, but yeah. um, she like primarily retired. She she didn't really uh, maintain like a yeah. full time career. Uh, her um, dad played by Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, I mean, he he. I mean, he passed away very recently. Yeah, uh, like two years ago yeah, at yeah. the age of 91. Yeah. Which means he was like 60 we'll do this movie movies, yeah. He does not no, look it. No. And there's even like a reference where basically uh, she implies that he's like 50 because yeah. she mentions about, because like her mom's left. Yeah. And they're on their own and stuff. And he, and she mentions him being 50 and I'm like, I'd buy it. He yeah, looks, sure. He looks about sure. 50. I, but he was like 60. Hollywood they, 60, yeah. which is 50. He, he was like 60 <laughs> when they made yeah. this. Um, um, but, but like, you know, like, I mean, he's, until he passed away, he yeah. was still doing stuff. Oh, I mean, he, he ran up yeah. until he did I mean, uh, just... the uh, the return. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um... and he did that movie around the same time. Oh, right. Yeah, that yeah. he starred in. That's right. Yeah. Um, um, so he was actually like, playing. Still, like, a, like, where he was actually playing a ninety-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You know, when and he so, was ninety. You know, like, but he, I mean, he was never holy, like huge famous. No, he, he was, was just, a character actor, but he was just quietly he was, in like, stuff. Ubiquitous. Every yeah, all the time. And then, yeah, so. Annie Potts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, plays yeah. her boss at the record store. Yeah, Iona. Yeah, uh, boss and f- <coughs> um, and of course boss I mean, and friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know her from like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters yeah, yeah. yeah. Ginny's the big by thing. far her probably big most famous thing. role. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was funny how like there's much made of like, you know, the age difference. How it's like she's like the older, mm-hmm. she's the older lady that like. You know, she's the she's Andy, who's Molly Ringwald's character. Uh, she's Andy's boss at the record store, and mm-hmm. you know, there's all this stuff about like like when uh, Ducky, John Cry's character Ducky, Ducky yeah. uh, is like hanging out with her and stuff. There's all this kind of like they they harp on the whole like her being like the older woman kind mm-hmm. of thing, and 
and you know there's a lot of stuff like the part where andy comes and sees her where she's like gonna be going on a date with that guy oh yeah and yeah. she's got like her old like progress on yeah, yeah. and stuff and, and like, her hair's all like beehive like, yeah because normally she's calling on like all like kind of punked out yeah. kind of new wave look because mm-hmm. she's trying to like sort of fit in with the young crowd yeah but like sells records but she yeah <laughs> but, but she but she gets into this kind of like more yeah. straightforward more kind of like you know and and you know normal quote yeah, yeah. looking look and it's a little and much. She's like, what, is it, what is the line is this a little much for sushi yeah and she's, like, <laughs> she's like oh i look like a mother or something mm-hmm. like that and what's funny is is that like she wasn't really that much older than like the <laughs> cast that's like she was only like in her 30s like 34 or something yeah well right? but i mean that and, still and put her most 10 the, 15 years older than most of but the cast I mean, most but... of the cast let's be honest were probably already like well into their 20s yeah yeah by the time yeah. i mean this was i mean they 16 candles was 84 so i mean yeah, yeah. you know well, she's 16 years older than molly ringwald yeah so i mean but that, that about plays into what they were molly ringwald was only 18 when they made this yes movie. yeah she's only 50 molly ringwald's 51 right now any pots is 67 <laughs> but yeah that means so she was like 16 when they, when made they did 16 candles yes that that's mm-hmm. one of the yeah okay yeah. i just assumed because like they're always older. They're always and, like, like some yeah. No, like, Molly Ringwald was like, one of those like mostly played her age in like, movies. I yeah. mean, Ooh, usually Spader tw- does oh. not look like he belongs in high school in this movie. Oh, Spader looks, he looks like okay. he's like somebody's uncle. Yeah. Okay, like okay, because James Spader was obviously a little bit older in this because he's also yeah. in his sixties now. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's fifty nine. He's fifty nine. So he's yeah, but like he he looked he really looked like someone like. Why is there a twenty-five-year-old yeah. hanging out at this high yeah. school? I mean, he looked you know, like typical what you expect. What like you expect, high school yes. characters. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think that was the thing because, like, Molly Ringwald and John Cryer yeah. both looked yeah much more age appropriate. Yeah. And then Andrew McCarthy was kind of like right in the middle it's there. Sort of in the middle. Like, he, he looked a little. He's old, a twenty-year-old playing. Yeah, he looked a little old, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but but yeah, because that first scene where. She or where she's like Molly Ringwald's like in her car and and uh, James Spader what's his the character's name oh Steph yeah uh, like, like the rich dick yeah just a piece of garbage yeah like the villain if this movie is a villain yeah, he's the I mean, villain he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Villain, yeah um and he's he all like they have like that confrontation yeah. and he's and it's just like it, at first I forgot that like oh, oh right he's supposed to be in high school with them yeah and it's like. He like looks as old as like a teacher. It's yeah. really yeah. And then he's like just the biggest piece of garbage. I mean, he's not as bad as his girlfriend. Who's, oh, who's oh. kind of like the oh, she's her girlfriend and her her girlfriend's friend there, yeah, uh, played yeah. by uh, Gina Gershon. Yeah, yeah, because there's uh, the two girls that are kind of always giving. Yeah, they're like the mean time. girls. Yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. the mean girls. Yeah, but they're yeah. they're horrible. Yeah, uh, Kate Vernon, Benny is their her his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, she yeah. is just yeah because there's that there's that scene at the party where. Even Steph is like, hey, yeah. like, well, let's leave, we'll lay off, like, yeah. these two. And Benny is just... I mean, his attitude towards uh, she just, Andy and, and towards, like... Well, she cult. hates Blake. Well, there's a lot of... Towards, some, yeah. There's like, a lot of... This movie has a lot of... Themes, well, it's all cl- it's themes, class. Yeah, the, about, like, the rich kids and the, like, not rich well, kids Because it's, it's a little bit more of a... Is sort of the high school that Rolling Moon was going to yeah. is a little bit more of a... Uh, uh, like an upper end it's in the part of town where a lot of rich yeah. kids go and stuff yeah. but she's from the other side of the tracks yeah. like literally yeah, she yeah. lives by the train tracks yeah. and she's there on a scholarship yeah um, that was actually something um i don't know if you like looked at the thing but like originally it was gonna end that she was gonna end up with ducky yeah, yeah. and that uh, was the original plan and it yeah. didn't uh, it didn't test well with audiences first of all so that's the main two reason. on the nose that's the main reason boring that, that's the main reason yeah. they wanted to change it but the other reason that was apparently that um, I think it was some people from the studio or like mm. somebody involved um, felt that um, it basically it, it, it made it seem like it was saying that like oh she couldn't the the, the poor the poor kids should stay together yeah, and, and yeah, the rich yeah. kids should stay, stay together, together and yeah, not yeah, interact yeah. right it, yeah I was gonna say like it didn't make for an interesting whereas ending. like yeah. it, it's better that like yeah. if she ends up with Blaine yeah that's crossing mm-hmm. that line and it's yeah. showing that like mm-hmm. you know how they feel about each other is more important than the yeah. fact that they're from different classes and mm-hmm. different stations yeah. in life well because you know it's interesting because both her and blaine um i mean they come from different places yeah but they both are sort of a little atypical of where they come from yeah she's from the other side of the tracks but like um 
very like intelligent, super intelligent. like yeah. not saying poor people aren't smart, but um, she's she her she's self educating herself in a yeah. way yeah. that other people don't necessarily do. Yeah. She's doing her like she, she's doing one hundred and ten percent all yeah. the time. Well, she has ambitions to yeah. rise above, right? Like she mm-hmm. says again, yeah. you know, nothing wrong with working in a record That's store, right. but she does say exactly. like she doesn't want to be doing that for like her whole life, yeah. you know. Uh, her creativity with her 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 fashion and yeah, like yeah. she makes all her own clothes and stuff like yeah. that is. Um, and then, like, Blaine, who's, like, friends, like, a rich family, like, son of a rich family, yeah, yeah. like, comes from, but, like, also, like, very early on in this, oh, yeah. like, very, very early on realizes that, like, all my friends are a-holes. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, and, and, I, but, like, he's, he's also, like, well, he's, tra- he's kind of, ca- he's caught in between because yeah. the thing, and the reason why, you know, the, the but most, again, it's that class the sort of thing, conflict right? or the, or the sort of turning point of, like, the, the, you know, end of act two or whatever yeah, yeah, when it's yeah. like our hero's darkest time yeah. is like where he you know they start going out yeah and then he you know he initially he's gonna take her to the prom, prom yeah and then there's he, the steph you know gets on his case about the whole him associating with her and how you know he'll lose all of his his other friends and stuff mm-hmm. if he does that and kind yeah. of be ostracized from that kind of world and and then so he he stops talking to her and he, yeah. he doesn't you know he's not going to go with her and stuff like that and kind of spurns her yeah um but it's clear that like he doesn't want to do that because no, no, he does care about it's her. it's but he bows to he social pressure so, yeah. well he feels so much pressure right well, and, it's, and it's it's interesting because he feels a double pressure too yeah. because uh he feels pressure from like his social grouping yeah, yeah. but he also feels the pressure of he knows that when they're together yeah. around his, his quote unquote his people yeah. it's rough for her yeah. and he knows that like prom is like everyone's there yeah. it's judgment time yeah. you know and it's yeah. you know and so they do the thing of course where he, he didn't actually ask anybody else out that yeah. was all BS yeah. and she's like I'm going anyway yeah, yeah. I don't care well, I, I don't I, I don't she, well, she has a, she, she's strong willed enough. She's yeah. like, I don't need. Well, they have that whole yeah. scene where she goes and confronts him, and yeah. you know, gets to use their their one f bomb. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and and that scene, that was like that was like Molly Ringwald's Oscar scene. Yeah, yeah, like, really. She really. went all out in that yeah. scene. She was amazing, and yeah. she basically just lays it all out. And she's not gonna let like whatever yeah. whatever it is that's making mm-hmm. him act you know act that way and kind of push her away and stuff like that she's not going to let it bring her down even though she does obviously feel bad about it she does feel hurt Mm -hmm. by it but she's not going to let it drag her down and she's going to like you know she's going to stay strong and she's going to go out and she's Mm going to do what she wants to do and get out there yeah no matter you know regardless right and uh that was great Mm -hmm. and obviously you know in the end she does and then of course like the thing that weaves the thing that weaves in between all these story points is her friend Duffy. Yeah. Um, uh, and that is the, I think the biggest thing from watching this now versus the last time, or probably this is more of a memory of like the first few times I watched this back yeah. when I was much younger yeah. was I was much more of the like team Ducky. Yeah. Like what a shame her and Molly yeah. didn't get together. Yeah. Like, like, well, that, like, like I say, the original idea, you know, was like that they just like Blaine felt like the for sure, like the soft. And yeah, I get like, it. And then all of like, and then like this watching, yeah. like kind of like all of that didn't really matter so much because I was like in my mind now, like now in my forties, I'm like. This is all just dumb high school romance. None oh, of yeah. this mean, means. I mean, and like, yeah, exactly. So, though, like now, my favorite parts and characters of the film is like. My favorite stuff is like the stuff with her and her dad. Yeah, I loved all the stuff with her great. and her dad. Well, Harry like that is such Harry actor. But just how like that relationship was, it yeah. felt yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, all the stuff with her and Iona. I think like Iona might be my favorite character in this. She's, very she's good. so good. She's great. She's so Andy good. Potts and I was like, I always liked Annie Potts from quite honestly, but most of this like is like I understood where Ducky was coming from. Yeah, but I was also like. Well, he doesn't make yeah. it easy on himself like, because, like, dude, maybe be a little less stalker. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, but <laughs> the things that he like says and does, it's actually really interesting because, like, looking at it in the light well, of today, he's also a, a lot of the stuff that he says and does would be seen as like a very, very creepy, very super inappropriate, but, creepy now. But also, but like, it wasn't really thought that way no, back then. And also, like, he he feels a certain way. 
Yeah. And it's, he's also like, we know nothing about his home life other yeah. than it, it's, it's garbage. Yeah. In, like, we see his bedroom. Yeah. And it's like a graffitied room with a mattress on the floor. Like, yeah. it, it, like he does not, all he has is her. Yeah. And, and so, like, well, and you he, know, and, and she's, and so he's, yeah. the things he does are admittedly, like, even probably at the time, maybe revealed a little, revealed a little bit like like when he talks about like oh, we just drive back, like bike back and forth in front of her house and without stopping, like over and over and over again. And it's just like, mm, but he doesn't, he doesn't know what else to do. Yeah, he's yeah, that's he's the thing trapped. Is the way that he, and, the and way that is, he acts, and the things he says at the time were meant to be like indicative of his struggles with like. Well, basically like like not being good at like you know yeah. handling these things and yeah. like dealing with people being honest about his feelings etc yeah. etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and sort of like being kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. about a lot of these kind of things yeah. and his behavior was kind of meant to be like a a manifestation of that yes yeah, yeah but yeah. in today's view of things you'd have to alter it looks a little bit very yeah. very creepy yeah. and like yeah. very inappropriate yeah some of the stuff. Some of, the some stuff. of it not. Yeah. Some of it's fine. But some, like, some I mean, of it. I mean, some of it is like, just like wow. Oh, he's well. He would. I mean, he's a tryhard. Yeah. I mean, like that. And but also when you're 15, 16, but, I mean, and you're all a sense, but, and you're all emotion, and yeah. you don't understand how to cope I with mean, it. A tryhard in a sense, but also kind of not because the whole thing is that like Andy wants to improve her station. She wants yeah. to improve her life. She wants to move mm-hmm. onward and upward. And Ducky is like resigned to like where he is is yeah. just where he well, is. They That's have that, just, con- they have you know, that conversation thinks, about how like part he's of why flunking he classes, and, yeah. because like it's just easier for him if he just stays in high school another year. Yeah, and like know? part of why he thinks that him and Andy should be together is yeah. like besides the fact I mean he's in love with her, but like yeah. part of the reason he thinks they should be together is because they're at that same kind of like social level and stuff. Yeah. And he just sees it as like, yeah. well, it's always going to be this way. There's always going to be like the rich kids and, and the rich, yeah, exactly, people, yeah. you know, rich people when yeah. we grow up or whatever. Yeah. And and they're going to be different, yeah. you know, different thing. And then we're going to be down here in yeah. our thing. And he has no like ambition cool. of like getting out of that because he doesn't even see well, from the that world that's possible. Because well, from the world he lives in, yeah. like the only thing worse than being like where he is in high school is like graduating and being in the real world. Yeah, which is. And then so much and, worse, and, and yeah, then being yeah. in just as a bad of a spot. Exactly. You know? exactly. Except so, now he has to be an adult in that yeah. spot. Yeah. And so yeah. and so, sorry, he you know, mm-hmm. and so he sees it as like, well, they should be together because they're kind of in that same kind yeah. of like mm-hmm. social level and stuff like that. Whereas for like Andy, it's like she aspires for more. Like mm-hmm. she just wants to move forward, and she, yeah. and she doesn't want to let like that background hold her back. Yeah. Or you know, prevent her from doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so I mean that's that's kind of an interesting um, yeah. couple. The, the the ending scene there where he oh, yeah, he yeah. shows up at the prom as well, yeah, even yeah. though he no he was not going to yeah, come, yeah. and then he well, takes kind her of, in. Had to because, have a bit of a reconciliation yeah, too yeah. because they well they had a little bit of a falling out, they had a bit of a falling out because of course he was jealous of of Glenn and yeah. you know she was mad at him well, because he was acting like a dick about it. And blah, yeah, blah, so, yeah, you know, um, and it's I. They had to I, have... I think if I had sort of like one like character complaint about this, mm-hmm. about sort of like how the story goes, I feel um, her ignorance about how he feels about her. Yeah, yeah. I it felt like kind of a bit hard to believe. It felt hard to believe, and like, just and, because, upon, just and upon be... this viewing, yeah. looking at it from like yeah. adult eyes, was much more like. Is she just being willfully ignorant yeah, about because, it? Because the whole thing is like, they, there's no way she doesn't know that he's infatuated. They play it like he, they play it like like he's maintaining uh, like an air of like, oh, they're just friends. Yeah, yeah. Because he can't bring himself to. <laughs> he does not maintain that air very well. No, but what I mean is, is the like, idea that's what he is thinks he's he does doing. maintain yeah, that yeah, air yeah. because he can't yeah. bring himself to say it. Yeah, to, exactly. Like, to yeah. specifically say how yeah. he feels. <laughs> that conversation he has with her dad, yeah, is so and, good. And, and and but like, but when you watch it, you're just like, well, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not like he's basically saying it without yeah, saying, saying it, it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. constantly. Yeah. So yeah, it does seem a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, another face in this is Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. 
who he plays the bouncer at the the nightclub where yeah, they play they oh, the, li- the live to. music club that they go yeah. to. A oh yeah, of yeah, because yeah. you mentioned before about the band that yeah, actually yeah. appears in the yeah. in the nightclub. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and I just think it's funny because well, how... she's she always Molly always meets Ira there. Uh, Andy, yeah. Andy well, always meets Molly Ramos. Uh, Ramos. Yeah. Meets uh, er, uh, Iona. Sorry, Iona, Iona yeah. there. Uh, but they never let Ducky in, so Ducky yeah. always is stuck outside yeah. talking to Andrew Dice Clay, which I think is hilarious. They call him Dice Man, the Dice Man. Or well, that's who. That's what Andy, or that's what uh, Ducky. Calls Ducky him. does refer him that way, but that was like how they referred to, to him, like yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was like a comedian and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that was like his persona. It was yeah. like always oh, uh, Dice, Dice Man. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, because uh, uh, it was always like Andrew. Dice clay kind, mm-hmm. of, kind of thing, you know? exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but um, what I always, what I thought was really funny about that scene was the idea that like he's the bouncer and like he's like he won't let Ducky in because he's like like obviously I'm not going to let somebody like you in yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But like he'll sit out there and talk with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> well, he's talking about like he's like how many because Ducky's like how many times have I been here? Yeah. How many times have you let me in? None. Yeah. Never, never let him in yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. thought it was funny that like he won't let him in. Yeah. But he'll sit there and like that, that, club, with that club was a bit weird well, too because it was clearly like a yeah. bar. They served alcohol, yeah, but, but like, also they clearly allowed minors in there yeah, because yeah. it was kind of like don't make a fuss and we won't make a fuss. Well, I mean, I assume it's one of those things where it's like kind of like a separate thing, like yeah. like well, like a restaurant, right? Yeah, sure, like you sure. can bring your kids to a restaurant that has that serves, right? It well nowadays, yeah, yeah. It depends on where you, you know, live, and but stuff you like just that. have to be able to show yeah. that, like, yeah. like yes, you you serve drinks to the adults, you yeah, don't yeah, serve drinks to the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that normally that's not how bars work. Like bars just won't admit yeah, yeah, yeah. So, even like pubs or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously not meant to be like a bar. It's yeah, yeah. some sort of club, but it's, but it's it, they have lax they have lax door. Yeah, you know. Well, which I, I mean, we, maybe it's maybe they don't serve alcohol. I mean, oh, that's true. It's quite possible. Like, Wait, it never, they never specify yeah. what anyone's drinking. They, people smoke in there. That's all I know because yeah. it was hella smoky. <laughs> yeah, but people smoke in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Te- not technically, technically supposed, supposed to. to. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we were in high school, there was like a smoke area right outside the school. Was, that was, like students that. just hung out in and the, smoked. The, 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 you know, the, uh, teenagers smoke. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I took years for them to shut that down. Yeah. What was there for? But it still happens. Oh, it happens yeah. in schools now. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, um, so, and then, I don't know, maybe it's like a thing like, uh, there always seems to be a thing like that because like, it's like, like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they had like the bronze, which was yeah, like yeah. the local like club that everyone hung out with at. Yeah. And it was like only the kids hung out there. Yeah. And if any adults came, it was just like, oh, adults. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I guess they can come it's, in. But it was like a club clearly for I younger guess, people. I guess know? maybe this maybe, was like that. Maybe that is clearly something we just didn't have here, yeah, which is maybe. where like a yeah. li- an indoor live music venue yeah. that they teenagers that, could go to. Because we we well, sure didn't have that Twin here. Peaks as well, right? They right, have the Roadhouse, the Roadhouse, which is clearly a bar. Like yeah, there's clearly a bar. They clearly have alcohol. I'd say, I'd say the Roadhouse is a restaurant that has a bar in it. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's it, not just a bar. But I mean, it yeah. is basically yeah. a bar. I think yeah. it's even it's, described as such. I know it's true. It's true. But there's. The and live I think, music and there's and all the kids of the town that's right go yeah. and hang out there. I think a lot of it has no to do with, like, with it. What are your local yeah. rules? Maybe it's for like an like, American thing. Yeah. Maybe it's an eighties thing. Ooh, it you know. I mean that stuff is city by city. Yeah. Like where we live, we have the city breaks stuff down into alcohol primaries yeah. and food primaries. Yeah. Food primaries is anybody can go in there. Yeah. Alcohol primary, which is like a bar, a pub. It doesn't matter how much yeah. ser- for the food they serve. They are classed as an alcohol primary, no minors. Right. And that probably varies from state to state, Could be, city yeah. to city. Well, like I say, maybe yeah. it's like an age thing because well, most of well, the examples, also, you know. Drinking age is 21 yeah. versus right. 19 here. Yeah. So a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's like five in UK, I think. You can drink at age five. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> baby beer. In the home, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. under your parents' supervision. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah sure, pretty sure, much sure. anything goes there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it was. The whole, yeah. That whole scene where the, it's like he hangs out with them outside, yeah. but you won't let him in because yeah. it's like, there's no way I'm letting someone like you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of Ducky's not cool enough. No. Well, well, also, you know. Except for. I know. Later on. Later on, he, he is in there. absolutely yeah. is in there yeah, yeah. hanging when, out when, with when, Yeah, yeah. When, so. Yeah. When Andy. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was, it was a place where Andy could go. Yeah. Where Ducky couldn't. Yeah. Which is sort of, I feel, yeah. how they framed that Because, well, well, of yeah. course, like, when she comes out that first yeah. time where she comes out, and he's, like, been, like, there for, like, hours, hours. or whatever, waiting for her to come out, and then, yeah. you know, she gives him the ride again, home and all that. Again, a little more of that, 
Did we already talk yeah. about the like stalkerness? Because that, that scene was quite early. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's like really scene. early on. Because that, yeah. that's the scene where because he drives, he, she drops him off mm-hmm. uh, because she has a car, and and like there's the scene where they like drive by like the rich mm-hmm. neighborhood and she's yeah. talking about like the houses and like those mm-hmm. you know like oh I wonder what that's like kind of thing. Right, and Ducky right. just of course because like the way that his character is, it's like he just doesn't care. He doesn't want to know anything about it. Nah, yeah. This is a different world. And yeah, he just, yeah, yeah, you know, it's that whole thing again of how like he just feels like. Like, There's nothing he's for in the him. Place that he's in, and yeah, he can't yeah, ever yeah. touch that world, as it were. You know. So yeah, another interesting thing was the the scene where uh, uh, and uh, Andrew McCarthy first uh, introduces himself to to yeah. her well, via like, the computers in the library. Yeah, like she knows who he is. Yeah, and she like yeah yeah yeah. I, th- I believe because well, he sees her. I believe they did have like brief words before yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh yeah, if yeah. I because correctly. because he had already. Like, and because Steph was there, yeah. and Steph was already like, why are you even, like, looking at... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, I knew he said something, like, looking at that, like, yeah. like as if she isn't, like, a person. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah he calls her, like, uh, some sort of, like, I don't know, beast, or, like, some sort of... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some derog- real degrade some derogatory. Some sort of derogatory term. Yeah, Which, of course, like, is the funny thing of, like, how, because, like, he's trying... Like he's trying to get with her, but yeah. Like, but for purely like selfish, like oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. He, oh, he finds her attractive, and that's it. Like he just he, like wants to like you know, it's just like a conquest, yeah, him, yeah, right? Yeah. But of course, she has like no in- interest mm. whatsoever. And then like he like pretends that like he ha- doesn't even know who she is, and he's he, never he talked to talked her. her before, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. she turned him down. I mean, that's like almost Cause, cause one, that's one of the almost well, cause it's that's like, like second scene in the movie is him is her like yeah, just yeah, the turning scene, her the down. scene where, where it's like weird because. It's like, <laughs> why? Because, why is this like twenty five year old yeah, propositioning yeah, yeah. a high school? Because James Spader yeah. like is clearly like way older, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's meant to uh, be a student with them. Yeah. And so, uh, so well, okay. Uh, I, I gotta say, my view of like this movie and like these movies in general yeah. was very like shook by the the revelation that you provided with me of like what the oh fact that Molly Ringwald was age appropriate was yeah, actually playing like the age she, of the character she, she was yeah they literally filmed when they filmed this movie she hadn't even finished high school yet yeah so exactly. she was literally in the same exact spot that her character it is was. in yeah. the movie yeah. and same with like sixteen candles when they made that she was yeah. sixteen it was so it was like and it's about her being turning yeah. sixteen yeah. so it's like because well, you don't you don't get that you ever. never get that and then I think that was one of the reasons why you never like, get it. It, she and was she's cons- the best and she's like she's, she was considered like, such a good maybe actor maybe like you know Harry Dean Stanton because he's such like an oh, old yeah. pro better an actor maybe yeah, like yeah. Annie Potts but like of all the younger actors at least oh. she's the best actor oh, by in far, this by like far. her performance is amazing very natural very yeah. yeah so I mean you can sort of see like mm. how her career became what it was and the funny thing is is that like uh, um, she like wasn't even um initially didn't want to do this movie mm-hmm. because of course she'd already done 16 candles she didn't want to do like the same kind of thing over and over and over typecast and she didn't want to do this movie and then basically when she saw like how much trouble they were they were having finding anyone that like fit the part yeah she eventually agreed to do it mm-hmm. uh and of course it turned out great yeah, yeah. um but that's why um she, well they probably couldn't find the next because the uh, because they kept looking at 25 year olds because <laughs> uh, uh, some kind of wonderful was the next yeah, movie yeah. that john hughes did yeah uh which was also directed by howard Deutsch, the same yeah. director as this and that's where he met uh leah thompson who yeah. he later got married mm-hmm. to as, as we talked about at the beginning um because of course she was a bit older she was like yeah. you know leah thompson was like mid-20s when she did that yeah. movie but uh well she originally yeah, well, she, she had already done she'd already done both yeah. 16 Candles and Breakfast Club by yeah, the time yeah. she had done this. Well, there was yeah, every yeah, yeah. year. It was boom, yeah. boom, boom, right? 84, mm-hmm. 85, 86. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, so... Um, but originally, uh, they had asked Molly Ringwald to do some kind of wonderful as well. And she turned it down because she was like, you know, she'd done three of these movies in a row now. And, you know, she kind of wanted to do something mm-hmm. else. Um, you know, and then yeah. shortly after that, she started transitioning to yeah. like more adult, like well, because well, because after this, she did uh, the pickup artist with Robert Downey uh, Jr. That's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So it was you know getting more into those like yeah. like young adult, not young yeah. adult. That sounds, although, you know, although like, that's a adult. That is a the, the, that is a weird movie with Robert Downey Jr. playing a pickup artist, and she's still only like eighteen in that film. Well, a little older. But yeah, yeah, she's eighteen. In this, oh, in, in this one, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Couple, she's now, you know, maybe twenty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Robert Downey Jr. was significantly older, yeah, I guess. That point. Although he's still like, when you look at that, like, oh yeah, he's he, he, young in that. Yeah, but he's only like fifty. 
Like he's not as old as Spader. Like he's only oh, that's like true. fifty-four yeah, yeah. or something like yeah, that yeah. now. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, that's he wasn't true. that much older. Than I guess him. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. He's fifty-four. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's only like three years older. Than yeah, yeah. Like Spader was like eight years older or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, but yeah, that's the whole thing because they go. Anyways, yeah. So yeah. back to the what we were talking about. Uh, the scene where like so but the first like direct sort of contact is, is on the computers, computers in the library where there. he sends her the image of her yeah well it's like they they it's the text because it's like the sort of chat like the yeah. inter station or whatever like the, the yeah. computers at the, at the, the computers library, in the library, in the library can, like yeah. chat with the different yeah. terminals i guess mm-hmm. uh and it's got that like that orange like that amber like text or whatever mm-hmm. like screen yeah um but yeah it does the thing where it's like she's like you know Blah blah blah. Like, who are? Well, she thinks it's Chucky. She goes, well, she she goes. uh, Do you know who I am? Yeah, and And he puts a picture. And then the picture of her comes up, and then she's like, "Who are you?" And it does this like, and it turns into a picture of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's all like overjoyed because she was already interested in him. Yeah. And now the idea of like these are these are like instantaneously sent full color photos on a screen that is not a full color. Like it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, just the. The rendering, the, fidel- is really the fidelity gone. is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there is ways like there are like video modes and stuff mm-hmm. where like you can have like color graphics, sure, but, sure, like sure. monochrome text, yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. But like, it's the the what got me was like that rendering. There's no way computer could render that in real time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yes, that was done on a computer, but it was clearly yeah. pre-rendered. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no way. Like, yeah. I would be. I mean. I don't know everything about computers. I don't know everything about old computers. If 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 it turned out like, oh no, there is actually like this program then that actually yeah. could do that, I would be like, okay, you know, I I get, you know, cool. I didn't know that, but like, I find it very hard to believe that this was like real time render. Like, it yeah, does yeah. not. It makes no. Yeah, I don't. I don't I mean, think so. But it, it was, and it's like we've talked about many times. I mean, like computers and like how they, what they show, what they can do. Is one of like the most like misrepresented things in movies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's always the computers one just they computers do and show whatever what they, they need, need to, to yeah. for the information that the filmmakers want to put yeah. across. Yeah, and, and what they regardless want to, of how much it falls like, into like weird like it's it's either like computers like can't do that, and yeah. it's often the case of like well like especially with older things, it's like oh the computers just weren't technically there you, yet, you know what, and with newer stuff, yeah. it's just like. That's not how you know, computers well, work. Computers period. actually pretty realistic. Uh, War games. War games. Matthew yes. Broderick. Yeah, that actually was pretty yeah. realistic for yeah. the time. It was the unrealistic thing was the 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 AI that sure. Were, yeah, yeah. But know, I mean, but. like, but that's just you know that's the sort of like fictional element. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of like what computers actually could do and the technology yeah. of like how they connect and how they can like you know send commands to each other and things like that. Yeah, like was actually like, pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, so that, 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 that computer part, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, but I laughed about that's that. how you knew it was the rich kid's school, because they had a computers in the library yeah. in 1985. And, like, like, fancy ones, too, yeah, like, yeah. relatively Because, like, when we were in high school, five years later in the 90s, yeah. our computers weren't that good. Well, I mean, they were technically more advanced in the oh, sense yeah, that yeah. they were, like, newer computers. We didn't have color monitors like that. Um, but, you know... <laughs> They, they, you know, but yeah. also there weren't, I mean, I feel like, you know, the movie, I mean, we watched, I watched the movie a couple, you know, a couple days ago now. It's like yeah. starting to fade a little bit, yeah. but like my impression is that there was a lot of them too. Like yeah, that yeah, yeah. shot. It was two back to back shows like of... this huge line yeah. of like all these like computer terminals and like mm-hmm. all the, all these kids on them. And, uh, yeah. you know, and then in, in like my my much dimmer memory of like you know high school from you know much longer ago yeah uh, i don't remember our computer laws being that big but no you know. no although it was more there were more rows I yeah, guess. yeah yeah we had enough to set a class in there yeah there was but... like it was a whole classroom with like more rows i guess mm-hmm. but it just yeah. felt like in this movie like it was this much longer single row well double-sided the row, row of, of... like of just like computers as far as the eye can see yeah i don't know it is funny i, yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah it just it made me laugh because yeah. i was the first thing because when they showed the whole like like picture comes up and then boop, 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 and it yeah. like goes to the other side with these little sort of particles and, yeah, like, yeah. Becomes the leapfrogging the yeah, 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 yeah becomes yeah. the other picture and i was like 
I mean, that's... Oh, I'm glad he spent all day coding that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's cute and all, but I'm like, there's no way that's that's yeah, rendered yeah. in real time. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, and then I guess, like, um, the soundtrack would be the, the other The soundtrack to thing. this is yeah. uh, I mean, really we talked, good. We addressed sort of the thing about the, the, the theme song already, but, yeah. like... The thing that blew me away, because I knew about, like, some of the things, like, the whole, like, um, like, OMD has, uh, If You Leave. If You Leave is actually the is featured like very, song of this. Yeah, it's it's what very, plays at the it's end. It's a pretty famous yeah. song. Like, it's a big hit of theirs. Yeah. And it plays over the ending of the, of the mm-hmm. movie. Which, again, was changed because yeah. the well, ending was and changed. And that's the crazy yeah, thing yeah. about it, is that, like, they had another song that was really supposed to be on the ending that was for the original ending. Uh, and then when the, when the filmmakers changed the ending... Uh, they had like very little time to like be like, and so like if you leave was like they came up with that song in like twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and it ended up being like one of their biggest hits, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure partly because the it was movie in this didn't movie. hurt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah partly yeah. because no. it was in this movie. I'm sure, but the thing that got me that I didn't know about was there's like three like New Order songs in the movie. Yeah, and I'm like a big New Order fan. I mean, more Joy Division, but uh, you know, New Order sort of mm-hmm. was their successor, and um. There was one in particular, uh, there was um, a track that is called, because I looked at I was like, what is that? I have to mm-hmm. find it. And I looked it up, and it's like called like uh, Elegia or something like that, I think. Oh, okay. And it's like, it's the one where, uh, you might remember the scene where it's like the real like heavy duty, like dramatic uh, kind of sort of synthy uh, track when Andy is going to confront uh blaine about oh but not like, calling her back and, yeah, yeah but like yeah, ignoring yeah. her and stuff and like and and she she has her whole speech mm-hmm. you know well just before that it's the thing where she's like on her way in and it's like the super heavy dramatic music yeah that's the track elegy by by new order mm-hmm. and i like i heard that and i was just like holy crap like that song is amazing because yeah. that was like somehow it was like that's like the one album it's from their low life album from like 85 so it would have been like their current album yeah, at that time this movie yeah, came yeah. out I've never listened to that whole album for some reason, even mm. though like I'm a big fan of them. So like I knew like the single from it, which is like a different song, but I'd never heard that track, and I was just like, that is so crazy. Yeah. But then I was like looking stuff up uh, about it afterwards, and I realized uh, it was used in Stranger Things, and that's what like a lot of people know it from now. Sure. But the thing was, it blended so well into the music that is already done for Stranger Things. Things. Oh, like I the, thought like it was the, just the... a new track that like they part of the soundtrack. Well, because you didn't know it from before. Because it so, sounded yeah, yeah. like music no. that they would make for Stranger mm-hmm. Things. I didn't realize it was a pre-existing yeah. track or that it was a new order song. Because yeah. well, really cool. like, this movie doesn't have... Apparently it was also used, uh, a lot of people know it from the, uh, it was used in like the uh, Mayor, Metal Gear Solid 5 trailer. Oh, and which is, that's fairly like, recent. That's super, a few years old. Yeah, so, yeah, used in this like really intense kind of like yeah, trailer. Sure, sure. So a lot of people knew it from that as well. So, um, Yeah, because this movie had like, this movie was all soundtrack. It had no score. Yeah. yeah we talked a little bit about that earlier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, all yeah, the music yeah. being soundtrack. I, I think it had maybe a tiny bit here and there. Sure, I'm sure, not yeah. sure. It's, it's, it's hard to, to tell sometimes because sometimes you're like, oh, is that score or is that just yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. an instrumental and song? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Being, well, like, uh, they well, had such a huge well, like one list of the of New Order tracks they yeah. used, they actually used an instrumental version of a the, song that's not normally yeah. instrumental. Yeah. So, yeah. but I knew the song. It's like one of their well-known songs. Uh, so it's that. also uh, interesting, the actual like soundtrack release yeah. for this. is missing a lot oh, of the songs because they, they, the they only could put 10 songs yeah. on it because it was just good, yeah. went on a tape. Yeah. And so it's got like, like, well, like for example maybe like half it's got, the songs that are it's actually got in the movie one of the new order songs yeah um it's got like like one of the nx of like the two or three nxs songs yeah. that we used in it's like yeah, yeah. it just has yeah. it's got um the uh the bands that are playing in the bar yeah. are actual bands yeah neither from the two bar scenes none neither none of, those of those songs, songs are, are in the soundtrack there, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah, just yeah. it's like a pretty limited yeah. soundtrack yeah. album yeah, um, but of course but now, it's a, it's a case now of you just, could put together yeah, yeah. like a playlist, you could put together a, a, a playlist easily, of like all the songs that are actually yeah, in the, yeah. used in the movie. It, I'm sure it exists. Somebody's yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, like, but it is interesting. Like, like pretty pink. The complete soundtrack. It's how often <laughs> does uh, a movie have so many songs outside of a score yeah. that they don't fit on an album yeah like it's not well, that's not too common because it used it as its primary soundtrack yeah, yeah. but what i liked about it is that like like it was a lot of good songs like a lot of good music but like it wasn't 
It wasn't the obvious stuff. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just like a like, lot of obvious hits. I recognize, like, I listen to a lot of eighties music, like we both do. Yeah. So I recognize, excuse me, I recognize a good portion of the songs, yeah. but there was a lot of songs I recognize, like, I recognize like the Echo and the Bunny Man song, yeah. because I recognized it as an Echo and the Bunny Man song, yeah, like, even though clear, I didn't recognize. It's clear the that song. a lot of yeah. like thought went into like choosing the songs for mm-hmm. this, and that it wasn't just let's yeah. get a bunch of hit like I songs mean, or like you know obvious. It, it, songs in it's there. i feel that is um at least because like, like even a lot of the artists at least these like the sort of the the trio of 16 candles yeah yeah breakfast club and this yeah like all more or less do the same thing the, i think this one probably did it the most and the best yeah but both those previous films also do a lot of yeah. like like this is the music that these kids would be listening yeah. to like whoever picked, time. whoever picked yeah. the music for these like early like uh, johnny hughes movies and stuff like yeah like i don't know if it was like you know if he had a part in it or because mm. i know he was a producer as well as a writer yeah um you know well, i'm sure they had i mean uh, movies then, often you know, have like later he started directing they have somebody who he started you know they have, no, a, music know, they have a music supervisor yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who picks the songs but like sometimes a producer might be involved or a, yeah. a, a director might be involved to some degree right i mean like you know look at something like now right like all those songs from like you know the guardians of the galaxy movies oh yeah like, yeah yeah james gunn picks those songs it's not yeah. just some music supervisor right like yeah those songs are all very carefully chosen yeah um but like um no not that a music supervisor wouldn't carefully choose them but you know just you know that's the case where a director takes more of a direct hand in it um but uh whoever it is oh, yeah for, um well the music supervisor was somebody named david anderley yeah uh, he did Breakfast Club, Scrooged, right. Pretty in Pink. Sure. Uh, uh, like, he's all through, like, that time period yeah. of... Anyways, yeah, well, if, of he, doing if he picked like the it. songs, that he yeah. knew what he was doing. Because what I like about it is that it's more, like, what we would... Cons- like, from our era, what we would call, like, alternative. Or, yeah, like, yeah. it's more, like, indie kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's, like, not just obvious mm-hmm. mainstream famous, like, pop yeah, yeah you know things like echo of the bunny man and yeah, new order exactly. and stuff like that which like had a certain amount of popularity i mean they had hits mm-hmm. you know new order had lots of hits but like there was still more alternative they yeah, weren't yeah. really like they weren't wham they weren't yeah, you know, exactly like, yeah, they weren't yeah, yeah. these kind of like mainstream mm-hmm. pop band well because this predated uh, the uh and, like because in the 90s movies had all it had a, you, all the songs would be made specifically for in many cases, would be made specifically yeah. for the film. I mean, you had much less of these too, but yeah. usually it would be like one or two yeah. kind of like like theme songs. Yeah. And so it would we, be, we had this like interesting oh, like movies like this that came out in the nineties, like when we were teenagers, didn't have like you wouldn't just hear the songs you heard on the radio in the movie. It depends. It, it, Some it, movies you it, would, it, and it, I hated those kind of soundtracks yeah. where it was just like, oh, this is just like literally like well, it was a, felt, a compilation and, of like radio hits and. And I don't know if it's just, like, looking back, well, this doesn't feel like that. Well, it's because, I guess it's not. Like you said, it's a lot of, like, B-sides oh, and stuff not. like that. It's definitely um, not. Like, it's a very carefully because, chosen... Yeah, we, it, you often had, especially happened in, like, like, like sort of, like, action yeah. films and stuff like that, where you're like, this is just, like, ten songs yeah. that happen to be popular. Yeah. That it's always, like, one or the other. Either there was, like, it was a soundtrack that they put a lot of effort into to, like, make a lot of original songs. Yeah, new songs. You know, like the Judgment Night type of thing. Exactly. Where, yeah, like, yeah. every song was made specifically for yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was the whole, like, the team-up between two. Spawn. Spawn. Right? Yeah. Great soundtrack to everyone. Where movie. it's, like, made specifically, yeah. you know. And, and it was always either Escape that. Escape from L.A. It, it, to a degree. Yeah. Uh, but it was always either that mm-hmm. or, like, the... It's just basically a compilation of like radio ten hits. radio hits from last year. It was year. always the yeah, one extreme yeah. or the other. And well, of course, as a teenager, like because of how movies come out, it was always like, oh yeah, these were last year's popular songs. Yeah, because it could never be like what was popular like right sure, now course, because it was yeah. so it was always like like yeah we don't listen to that anymore. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know sometimes like, it was like there just a, radio a few hits, months you know, yeah, you know, yeah, later yeah, type of thing but, or whatever. But, was, but yeah. 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 It's, it was weird. Anyways, yeah, yeah. no, great But the music is great. great it is sound. really, uh, great um, great it's, I think it's one of those, like, real, like, like, some of the, some of this thing, like, depending on the age you saw this film and, you know, how you thought about then versus how about now, I think the, the, the soundtrack 
sticks uh, yeah. better, like ages like you know less oh, yeah. than than the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, it still uh, sounds like eighties stuff, oh, yeah. but in yeah. like a sort of a cool way, yeah. as opposed to like being kind of like a cheesy mm-hmm. kind of yeah. kitschy sort of way. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, no. Um, yeah. So final thoughts. Uh, I mean, uh. Like I talked about earlier, seeing this now versus like the last time yeah, I saw it versus sort of the first time I tried. Definitely seeing it different. Connect to like the things I like about it. I definitely remember liking different things about it. Yeah. You know, I, sort of identifying more with certain character relationships and then other things being like, oh yeah, like like well, most of all the high school drama. Aspects, most of all the high school stuff so is all just from now. Well, it's it, just it's also so like so trivial. because it's, it's also like you definitely see that the things are like. Oh, you see the target audience for this, and now as a forty-something-year-old person, you're like, "Oh, you silly kids! Yeah. None of this is going to matter in a year." Yeah. You know, and yeah. versus like the but stuff that's why, with like, like a movie ends. Exactly, you don't yeah, have to think ends. about like what's yeah. the next step. Yeah, do and, they do they stay together? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> too much. I give them too yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> like they pro- <laughs> even if they were together yeah, for like yeah. a year, like yeah. that would be pretty oh, impressive. She ends up marrying yeah. Ducky eventually. <laughs> that's yeah. how this goes no but but uh uh you know versus like things like the relationship between her and her dad yeah which is much more of a like yeah something you could kind yeah, of yeah like, you know like and, yeah, yeah yeah exactly for sure yeah. yeah i mean for me it was like seeing it like well, was, for the first time seeing yeah, it for yeah. the first time now which is sort of unusual and, um, and realizing it's not 16 candles <laughs> yeah. uh for me it was like i i enjoyed certain aspects um mm-hmm. I was definitely not sorry I saw it. Yeah. Very glad to have seen it. Hell of a cast, like, just in terms of, like, yeah, and what was names now, like, what we know of those names now. Yeah, yeah and that was yeah. one of the things that interested me. Like, I, I don't, I've never seen anything this old with James Spader in it. Yeah. Definitely. Because yeah. most of the Spader stuff I saw was, like, Baby Spader. like, 90s. Yeah. You know? When he started really yeah, coming like into doing, doing, like, feature more, film, like, leading, like, leading like, roles. Leading yeah. roles. And, you know, and, and, I mean, I've seen him in, I've seen a lot of his 90s movies. like, mm-hmm. And I'm talking, like, from the beginning of it, like, right from the start of the 90s. Like, pretty yeah, much, yeah. like, 1990 on. You know, like, I've, I've seen a lot of James Spader movies. But I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with him in, from the 80s. So that was kind of neat. Um, but uh, I, I'm sure I'm wrong. I probably have seen movies from the 80s with him. <laughs> he didn't I just realize. Don't yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah, remember yeah, them because yeah. it was so long ago type of thing. But, yeah. you know, uh, off the top of my head, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, uh. It definitely made me sort of, as much as I was like, yeah, it's it pretty good, and, and I'm glad that I saw it and everything, it definitely made it <coughs> Don't die. like that much more clear to me. Like, oh yeah, this is like, I'm not really into this genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really my thing. Like, And I knew that, and I was just like, well, let's give this one a try. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just not really my thing. Uh, but... It had some really good performances. I was especially, like I said earlier, I was especially impressed with uh, Molly Ringwald. Mm. Uh, she was really, really great. And then finding out her age is especially like, wow, that's amazing. Um, because yeah, like I say, I mean, well, I mean, I was gonna say like she gave kind of the best, one of the best performances in it, mm-hmm. but also she kind of carried it. I mean, she was literally the protagonist, mm-hmm. and uh, and a very, very good one. Um, so, but yeah, like the older actors were great, like Harry Stanton and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, uh, Annie Potts and Annie stuff Potts, was yeah, really, yeah. really good, you know? Um, so, you know, um, uh, it was, I mean, yeah, John Cryer was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, as much as like, you know, the ducky character is a little weird, but like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, he did a good job with it. Uh, a scene that I forgot, I didn't mention, but, um, uh, when he does the, um, uh, when they he plays the song in the record store and he like oh. dances around yeah, and kind yeah, of yeah. like uh, uh, mimes to it and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. that was kind of interesting. Like he, I mean, it was it's a musical number. It's weird, <laughs> but like he yeah. did like a good job with it. Like clearly, mm-hmm. you know, he has some sort of like talent. I guess yeah. you'd say. Um, another thing that uh, actually w- was interesting was uh, there's a part where um, I, we actually talked about the scene earlier, but I forgot to mention this part. Uh, the part where um, Andy's driving Ducky home. And they drive past like the rich, the yeah, rich, yeah, yeah, the rich families' houses and stuff. And there's a part where she's like, "Oh, what do you think about that house?" Yeah, yeah. And he says something about like, "Oh, it's it, like it, it's a nice crib or something like that." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
I didn't know oh, that, like, that, referring to houses as, that, like, a that crib that was, like, a thing too. back then. That caught I thought me that too. was a more recent thing yeah. from, like, you know, all those sort of, like, like rap right. culture and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Where 90s. Cribs. Yeah. yeah. Apparently not. Turns out, like... That, it, that's it goes, the first reference of it? No, like, no. it goes okay. back to, like, like, like it was, like, like Shakespeare slang. Oh, okay. Like, it's, it's like, a long... Because crib just basically means a place where you sleep. Oh, I mean that, and so that, that's what a crib is, yeah. yeah technically, but yeah. like that's what it actually yeah. means. And so like the the actual like using that as a slang for just like your house mm. has actually been around a long oh, time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it just sure, wasn't sure. used like as much in that sort of pop culture kind of way yeah. until later. But like hearing it in this, I was just like, whoa, was that a thing back then? Mm-hmm. That they yeah, called yeah, houses yeah. cribs? Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he heard it somewhere. Of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was sort of interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. that's my conclusion. Right. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, definitely better than 16 Candles. Uh, but, um, you know, it's not really yeah. my thing. Not yeah. really my favorite genre. Um, and, but yeah, some really good performances. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. 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 Great soundtrack. Great, and great soundtrack. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's it for this week. Uh, right. We will be back next week with a newer film. I think we've got something quite recent lined up. Yep. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Until yep. then, my name is Chris. That's it. Cheers. Bye bye.